There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey, fuck faces. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, I always hope we're recording this because this is the best content. It's right it, when we start with Joe and it just goes. It's on. It is. It, Joe, what, what's on your mind? <laughs> oh, I'm just looking at some first five innings games for Major League Baseball today after I hit the Yankees last night uh, <laughs> in the first five. So, uh, you know. Are you on a yeah. heater right now? I'm all right right now. I'll tell you that. Uh I'm all right right now. I hit Georgia live on Saturday, and that kind of turned things around. I pissed it away on a bullshit UFC fight, and then Bama fucked me in the ass a little bit. But uh, we're all right right now. We're we're feeling pretty good. Big soccer weekend. You had a big soccer weekend, right? uh, I was 2-1 and in our pick six last weekend. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, did all right. Uh, There was two games on Monday, and those both went over as well. And uh, there is a science to it. We'll see what ends up changing here in the next couple of weeks with EPL. But uh, for the for the time being, I can't envision ever betting an under game in EPL at this point right now. But there's a reason behind it, at least. There's a, there's a re- it is, and it's the penalty rules have completely shifted uh, with VAR and what's considered a handball. So you know you can play. Oh, this fucking jack off, he's going over. Well, go look at scores so far in the first three weeks of the league. It's just it's an over it's an over 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 because the rules have changed a little bit and we'll see if they revert back slightly or not. It's a lot like the NFL and the way that they treat the quarterback uh, yeah. as far as the overs yeah. go. You know, Joe, I I was on Liverpool and the over. Wow, look at you, G Unit. I got a tout who is uh, a, a, against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, I got a yeah. guy who I'm starting to to trust a very good amount. I mean, he's essentially calling these games. Uh, I mean, exactly how they're they're happening. So, I'm going to give him a couple more hits, and then I'll bring him bring him bring a pick to the pot. Oh, good! It'll be a soccer podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tell you what, when Jennings oh, got going this morning on golf, I'm like, I need to do a golf podcast with Jennings. Yeah, for sure. I'm all for it. The more podcasts, the merrier. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But I mean, I I can't talk yeah. soccer with you guys. I don't know. And Judy, you know, I know you could talk fine. soccer. Can no, talk? I can't talk. Uh, Producer you, Joe can. You mean like on the pitch? Um, nice. <laughs> Look at that, Joe. That's uh, God, credibility that. right there. <laughs> I hate that. But at the same time, have you guys watched <laughs> What do you have like? You, <laughs> I like a lot of things. Have you? Uh, speaking of which, have you guys watched Ted Lasso on Apple TV? I've heard it's great. I don't have Apple TV. Oh, is that with the great Jason Sudeikis? It is. It's a really, I mean, it, it's, it's soccer-based in the same way like Friday Night Lights was football-based. Yep. But it's uh, it's really good. It uh, I, I hate that Apple TV is not like Netflix, where they just dump the whole season at once. And Apple TV, you've got to kind of wait a week for episodes to be released. Uh, but it, it's really good. And I'm watching uh, this thing called Defending Jacob that's on there now that uh, is also very, very good. Um, but, you know, Pete pulling his bullshit like that, worthless uh, piece of garbage that you have working with you each morning making fun of gambling on soccer. Now, hold on you know, a second. Like, what just I happened? It, it, it <laughs> took a, it just took a, I mean, it was so whimsical, and it took such a dark turn. Well, I mean, on a he's, coming, he's coming at me or Iggy. I don't know. I think both of you. No, I, I, Let's I'm let it develop. Good. Let's see. What it, <laughs> let, let it breathe. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was a macho aspect to what it is that you actually wager on. I thought the idea of wagering was to make money. I agree with you, producer nobody, Joe. And so it's like, oh, well, we're just going to gamble on soccer. Like, I, I, I prefer not to lose dollars. I enjoy gambling. And so it, it becomes, uh, I, if I'm going to do it because I enjoy it, I enjoy it when I win more so than when I enjoy it when I lose it. But there is also the, the entertainment aspect of it also. But I, I didn't realize that there was the, you, you, know, you're, you bet on soccer, so you can't be cool. I just um, I just enjoy poking people that are really sensitive. That's what I like. Now, what are you trying I'm to say about our, our guest on the phone lines here? Well, I mean, I, 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 I don't care what you bet on. I want you to win, too. I want everybody on this podcast to win. Look at that. It'd be a yeah, lot more, well, a lot cooler if everybody's winning. Nobody lost this weekend, which is uh, rather unique for all four people to not actually lose. 
but yeah, like that that worthless piece of garbage that somehow is still employed. Uh, We're talking about Iggy, right? Yeah, not you. I, I told you last week. I think you're way too smart to be working next to someone like that. It, it happened to Plowboy. He became dumber the longer he spent around him. <laughs> I feel like it's I only fair that we that... offer the the extension to Plowboy and Iggy to respond. Neither are present at the moment, but I guess we can oh. let them issue a statement in response to these. No, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I've said it. I, I, I've texted into you while they were both sitting there. Yes. And I said, Plowboy has become dumber spending more time around him. The he Drug League Fantasy team. Baseball League did not go off well, Pete. Is that correct? Uh, that's what I heard. I mean, it sounds like it's an aptly named league. <laughs> I, I imagine the shock on my face right now when you tell me that there was no follow through there. Our league went well. I hated it though. I, I hate Roto. I, I, I hate it. Um, I was talking to uh, the manager of the Wobblers. We were playing golf on Friday last week. What is he? And, what is he going to uh, remain anonymous? Because I don't think most of the podcast listeners know who the manager of the Wobblers is. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I'm saying. Okay, that I, that's why I asked you. Is he going to remain yeah. anonymous? That's fine. Why yeah, playing fantasy think, baseball is a vice, but I, I will respect the manager of the Wobblers' wishes. Uh, that that with the head-to-head leagues, you know, his process was probably very similar to mine, which is probably similar to everybody. At the beginning of each week, you saw who your opponent was. Yeah. You would go and look and see what does this team excel at so much better than my team excels at, and then you could make a strategic decision on, decision on how you wanted to proceed with the remainder of the week. Um, with the Roto, you just don't really have that. Uh, like in head-to-head, you can kick saves down the, 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 the street because, hey, look, I don't care about saves because I'm going to win these six categories and it's going to get me a win. With the Roto, you've got to be at least average or better in everything to have a chance. And, uh, and I feel like I was in second place like in the third week when Charlie Blackman was on another planet and then everything went to shit. Dante Bichette's kid, uh, Bo Bichette, got hurt. And Blackman fell off, obviously. And then my whole team was fucked, really. Uh, I made I made a really good pickup in one guy, but that's not enough to change things in Who Roto. was the guy? Who was the guy? Sixto Sanchez was a waiver wire, and I saw Ooh. that he was getting ready to be called up by the Marlins. And he was absolutely fantastic. Um, but we also have another guy in our league, and I was so happy when I picked him up because we do have a guy in our league who uh, – is a is a savant with the 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 guys in the minors and like he'll he, he drafts guys early that I, aren't I hate get guys up, like that. He, we play with a guy i don't i mean I, I think fucking it's, it's losers strategy <laughs> that are that are scouting out minor league players and then they oh no, I, uh, I know who you're talking about <laughs> oh my god mm. <laughs> but but i i think there's a that's his strategy and i think there's just more strategy involved to head to head i'm glad it went off without a hitch and i'm glad that Everybody got through the season, and I, I feel like we, we still have a very solid group of guys in the league. I don't think we're going to lose anybody. So, Pete, I'm sorry. You're probably not going to be able to get back in, but you will be the first person I ask oh, if first it becomes alternate. available. Nice. I appreciate yeah. the offer. I've got two pretty strong leagues. Oh, wow. Yeah, Sounds like you're declining. Fun, but... Well, I declined this year. Why don't we bring Iggy back, league. Joe? I think it would be good for the league. I think it will be no. wonderful to see you no, two go heads no, up in the championship. no. no. No, there's nothing good about a guy. So this happened what 2013 or 14? Yeah, I think I think when, I was in sixth when the problem happened. I have to go. I have to go back and look at my text messages so I can just something to do with know, Tommy Hearn, Vince Coleman, right? Did you, right. Hey, Joe, did you hear that uh, Iggy quit smoking? Did he really? That's, I didn't know that. Fuck, no. No, that's not <laughs> no, there's nothing. Like, God, I better not play any poker. <laughs> I'm just falling for every bet. <laughs> I was going to say, I think there was a time today during the show where, once again, because it happens at least once a show, it's like, oh, he's on official business. Like, no, no, he's not. He's going out and smoking a heater because the 10-minute commercial break's not enough time to get one in. Allegedly. You know, like, uh, sure. But if he does decide to quit smoking, I was about to give him, like, well, that's really admirable, and it's something that is probably going to work out on the better end. But no, of course he didn't. But he's not Hoosier, <laughs> just ask him. Just ask him. He's not a Hoosier because, well, you know, hey, you, he's you know, very sophisticated. Tim, before we get into our picks, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted to mention this because I, I pulled this up last <laughs> night and it kind of blew my fucking mind, and it's something that you talk about on your uh, questions from the audience. The odds 
And we're we're brought- oh, this is a good this is a good discussion point. I looked this up. Last, so you're familiar with where we're going here. I, uh, I, Biden was minus one twenty before the debate, and he's now minus one forty. Is that what you're about to bring up? I didn't know that. I was ho- I, I, I'm glad to hear that because yeah. I did not know. I was I was I was expecting. We talked it to about change. it briefly yesterday. I guess QFTA just went up today. I guess yeah. Pick Six will go up to Pick Six will go up today. It's a podcast yeah. smorgasbord here from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. But yeah, he was minus one twenty. That's fan- uh, And then yeah. after the debate last night, he went up to minus one forty. And I anytime I bring that up because if if you're a Trump person, then you you get worked up or if you're a Biden person, you get worked up. And it's not, it's just, this is what the data is. But I also would point this out. I think Hillary Clinton on the night of November 2016, I think she was something like minus 600 or minus 800. Oh, yeah. So it, it doesn't yeah. mean that this is based on polling. I think it's based on the pulse of the people. And that was so shitty. I think even people who are voting for Trump would say that, uh, that, uh, you know, that Biden picked up you know, pretty substantial increase there from minus 120 to minus 140 in, in one day is substantial. doesn't mean it'll stay there, but that's it, what the number is. It's, that surprised it, me that it was that much. Uh, it, and I'm pretty heavily heavily leveraged on Biden. I got him at plus 110 and plus 120. Look at you. A couple, Foresight. Uh, a couple months ago. Well, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But what I was well, going no, to get him at that to get him at that price. Right. What, I'm what, what I was going to say was the this this is the most disturbing line I've seen. And I, I'm surprised that this was available. But the odds of, of when the loser concedes. In, in the election on what day oh wow and, and it is it's probably the most disturbing lines i've ever seen november 9th the the best odds so the election's on november 3rd the odds of, of the loser conceding on that day plus 350 and then the best odds november 13th or later is minus 125 Oh, so, yeah. I, I feel like that's borderline lock. So the second best is the next day. November 4th is plus 175. And then November 5th is plus 500. November 6th, plus 600, and on and on. But, the, I mean, it's essentially even money, or it's a favorite to go at least 11 days. So that's what scary, about, like, something like January? Situation. Well, that you would win the if you make the November 13th or later. Well, oh, November 13th or later. Okay, I didn't know it was on. So okay. minus 125 on that. Yeah, I think that's a lock, too. But yeah. it's just to see it in, in ink. I don't want to be pulling for it. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Man. Like, I don't want to oh, be pulling oh, for it. But oh. date, it's kind of like when I was observing, I don't know when I did it, uh, that it, this was when it looked like Biden was done. I said there's value. I didn't say he will be the nominee. I said there's value on Biden to be the nominee, but it wasn't based on, I like Biden, because that's not how I feel. Uh, I was looking at the landscape, and I thought, wow, um, Buttigieg, in particular, has very little support among minority voters, and that's going to be problematic. And Sanders is somebody who panics the party because they're worried it will impact other races, and so they are going to form a coalition around somebody, and the only option is Joe Biden as far as realistically potentially getting people together in the Democratic Party and as an alternative to, to Sanders. Whether one agrees with that or not, that's not what I'm saying. This is observing it with no skin in the game. And I think he was plus 750 at the time. So that was the thought process. But I want to make it clear. It's not like I said he will be the nominee and he is the best candidate because I didn't feel that way. I don't necessarily feel that way. I mean, of, of the Trump-Biden thing, that's to me a two-foot putt. But of 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 it's not like I was sitting there going, wow, Biden's really impressive in these Democratic debates because I didn't feel that way. But I thought it's either Sanders or Biden because Buttigieg did not have minority support. Klobuchar didn't have minority support. So I was looking at it from that standpoint. And I think they were scared by Sanders, which they were in 2016. So that's why I thought it would happen that way. On this, I have no I feel like the best the thing that's the best lock is that Biden wins the popular vote. I feel like that is I that's think that's bet, minus four hundred. That's that's his, I bet that I bet the Democratic Party would win the popular vote like at minus one twenty months ago, but just a hundred dollar bet. Oh really? Yeah, but now it's it's moved. Those uh, were great odds. Great yeah. value. But but I mean it wasn't like a huge. So anyway, yeah, minus. I mean I feel like that's like a lock, but that of course doesn't mean anything with regard to the electoral college. So you know as we've seen in in two thousand and twenty sixteen, producer Joe, where are you on this? Because I always know you're you're, you're conservative. But I feel like when you start texting in when Doug's going on a rant, it doesn't necessarily sound like you're a Trump guy. I honestly have no idea. Uh, uh, yes, I am conservative, but uh, I, I'm not necessarily sure you would, just because he's representative of the Republican Party in the office, would necessarily deem him to be conservative any way, shape, or form. Um, it, it is. Uh, it, I, I don't think he's going to win, if you're asking me today. Really? 
No, I don't. I think keep he asking does. Doug if he um, thinks he will concede, and and because he's like, what yeah, does Doug I think, think? What is? He thinks if it's a landslide, he will, but if it's not, he shouldn't. And well, he, it's not going to be a landslide. I can't. I, I guess I could see a scenario in which it's a landslide. Would I bet on it being a landslide? No. What's a landslide? What's the definition of a landslide? Oh, let's see. 280 <laughs> or 270? 270. 270 oh, an electoral college landslide. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 He's not going to win the popular vote. I mean, that's, Trump, well, that's we, we agree Trump's not going to win the popular vote. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're all in agreement there, but then the landslide electorally. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what is considered. Obama McCain was considered a landslide. That was lands, landslide. But I, I mean, mean, so Trump, Trump, some people say Trump was won a landslide. landslide. Exactly. But so really, I mean, how can it be a landslide when you lose the popular vote by three million? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I can't imagine it being a landslide. But I mean, the electoral college is what determines it. So what, yeah. was, the, what was the number? 304, 227. That's pretty substantial. Oh, yeah. 304, yeah, no. 227. Uh, I think that could happen. I, again, do I think it will happen? No. Sometimes people, I think, get confused by when I say there's value. That doesn't mean I think it will happen. But if you're getting seven to one on your money and you think it is better than a one in seven chance, then by definition, it is a value. Now, whether or not somebody thinks it's going to happen, that's a different discussion. Then you're going into 50-50s. Uh, so in other words, do I think it's 51% chance that Joe Biden wins in a landslide? No, I do not. Do I think it's better than one in seven as an example? Yeah, I think that's possible, but I don't I don't think it's something that is a likelihood. And that's the difference. So I don't know. Either way, I just think it's gonna be absolute chaos. Uh, mm-hmm. I, but I don't wanna I don't wanna pull for that. You know, I really don't want to pull for who does? It's like when I asked about the coronavirus thing well, back in March. I'm like, well, who wants people to die? Who wants the economy to collapse? Exactly. But there's a different way to look at it. You don't pull for it, but you just happen to you're like, Oh shit, I hate that this is happening. But at least I benefit from it. Yeah, no, I get that's how I feel like when the Cardinal bullpen would implode against the Giants in 2014. <laughs> it's not how I would feel regarding the economy and the future of our country. So I kind of, yeah. it depends on what your perspective is. And I get it that at least you're making like 100 bucks on it, but I don't, I would prefer not to. Gangster Pete, you were proudly pro- proclaiming that this podcast, this is alliteration right now, proudly proclaiming that this podcast was positive last week. And by that, I mean we were profitable. That's right. P-P-P-P-P. We had more wins and losses. That's right. And that's only because producer Joe was four and two and the rest of us were three and three. That's right. How about that? Let me take a look at this here. This is, I knew I took against, I knew I took teams against Stephen F. Austin and Houston Baptist. Those won. And I remember that I had the bills against the Rams, the Eagles. That was a surprise to me that that didn't work out. I really liked that play. Um, they were minus four and a half and they wound up tying and the Raiders plus six and a half. Did not cover. Did they get shipped? I barely paid attention to it. Uh, they, they lost got, pretty they got, good. They lost pretty yeah. good. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like they were when they couldn't backdoor or anything. And then my lock, along with G Unit and Gangster Pete, was Alabama minus twenty-seven and a half. So I went three and three, zero and one on my lock. Uh, Gangster Pete went three and three as well. He was on Florida minus thirteen and a half. I really like that play, Gangster Pete. Thank you, sir. Uh, Packers plus three. Uh, who did the Packers play? Uh, they played the Saints. Saints beat them out right. Yeah, that was a Sunday night game. Kentucky plus seven and a half looked good. You yeah. looked good. The end of the end of the second quarter screwed me. They were about the to punch it. one in to take the lead. And mm, bang. Yeah. Uh, Ravens minus four. Uh, that was against the Chiefs. Did not work out. Steelers minus four did work out, and I would have taken the Texans all day. Uh, and then of course Alabama. G unit NFL wizard. He went. Two and one on his sides in the NFL, taking the Vikings plus two and a half. Nicely done. The Chiefs plus four. We're on the Saints minus three. You're on the Texans Steelers over, and then the Cowboys and the Seahawks under. That did not work out. Uh, love the Texans Steelers over. That was big on my DraftKings. And then they just stopped scoring in the second half. I mean, it was, I think it was 21 20 at halftime, and I was all over Steelers and Texans on my DraftKings team, and we were winning $10,800 and then just watched it just go to nothing. And you were also on Alabama. Now, you were a double max play, whatever the hell that means. You were a double max play, G-Unit, on Alabama. Uh, how, how tough was your Saturday night? You know, it, 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 was, a, uh, it, was, a, it was a bad, it was a bloodbath. I mean, it's, it's funny to describe it that way because I said it'd be a bloodbath in Columbia. But it was a bloodbath in my house. And, Was your wife aware of this situation? Or you what? know, I don't tell her prices. She sees that I get a little frustrated. Um, <laughs> and so she, she knows something's going on. But, um, but it, luckily, I had a, a pretty good week uh, outside of this game. So I ended up pretty much breaking even. But, man, this, this could have if I had a bad week, this could have been a, a, a terribly devastating week. I don't know what to think of drink. 
I've never seen a team do what he did. And I'm not saying just play till the final whistle, but to call the timeouts, the three timeouts, I mean, it's, it's, it's really bizarre. I got to tell you this, just from seeing on social media the response to it, because that game, when Alabama was playing Alabama, as in they were playing their people, uh, Missouri wasn't on, in the same. Missouri's got a quarterback situation like crazy. I realized that Connor, what is it, Pete Blazak? Thank you. Was the second <laughs> was, was was the second coming because he had a nice quarter against Arkansas last year, but you know, I mean, they got problems. Uh, but the narrative, at least from some Missouri fans, and you know, was, well, look at that. A lot of people thought they were going to get blown off the field, and it was. What, what was the final score? 35-19? Yeah. 38-19? Yeah, I mean, I was there, and I had a really good view. You could see Bama's offense, and they had guys running free all over the field, and they just missed. It could have been a lot worse in the first half. So it was interesting in that sense that what he did with your observation of calling timeouts and running down the field to stop the clock to get one final playoff and then scoring the touchdown, from a perception standpoint for Missouri fans— and perhaps Missouri fans who would fall into the category of wanting to see rather than what they really did see. And Pete maybe would fall in that category, but you just heard Pete's assessment, which was certainly not uh, rose-colored glasses, is, well, they only lost 38-19. to You know, I think if it remained 35-3, to that would not have been the opinion. So does it make them better? Does it make them a value getting 11.5 against Tennessee this week? I don't no. see it. I don't see it that way. But I know I think there it'd be the some, opposite. Right? I, that's how. Well, I didn't see Tennessee play, so I honestly don't know on that. But as far as do I think Missouri is quote unquote only 19 points away from Alabama? Not yeah. even remotely close. And but but at the same time, I didn't think that going in. So Not, it was a kind of a weird thing to see that by doing what he did, which you just brought up, how many coaches would do that? Uh, by doing it, he earned some equity. Not because he did it, but because people who just kind of passed by the score. Like, how many people were watching it as intensely as you were with as much money as you had on it? I mean, most people had moved on. Well, and then the thing is... It's kind of just th- on in the background at my house. I didn't give a it, shit. It's very rare that the... I mean, this this game was decided, as far as the line goes, exclusively by the coaching. Because, uh, yeah. obviously, we, we were on the right side of the bet had Alabama played the entire game. I mean, we, they would have won 70 to, to 6. You had to know they weren't going to play the entire game. Well, right, though. but I thought they'd play more than a fucking half. I mean, yeah. that that's pretty rare. <laughs> and I, I think Drink's calling those timeouts because he's trying to instill that never-say-die attitude in his team because they're... They're going to be out of a lot of games this year, and next year's what he's building for. He could end up being like the next Bill Snyder. I mean, just playing for the boosters, always getting the cover. Who knows? I would Tell love Bill it. Snyder's move. I didn't know that. Oh, I, he was world famous. No, I thought really? that, was, that was that was scheduling directional schools. Yeah, that's what I thought his move was. Guys. But he would get. Juco but he would, he would cover. He, he would cover games. I mean, unbelievably. You got to look it up. I mean, he would do some some bizarre stuff to really? cover spreads. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's why they brought the old man back at the end. At Producer Joe was the one winning player here on the podcast. Uh, he was on Alabama as one of his picks, not as lock. So lost that. So across the board, we lost that. Uh, I, uh, then their soccer games. <laughs> Spurs slash new, it says. Uh, Newcastle. So that is uh, Spurs and Newcastle. The over did not hit there. Palace slash wow. Everton did. Uh, Tennessee minus three and a half. So that was the Volunteers you were on, or are you on the Titans? No, that was must have been the Volunteers. Uh, volunteers. So you hit on that. I didn't see any of that game. I know that's Missouri's opponent this Saturday, but I didn't see them. Any Tennessee, South Carolina. Jennings, a South Carolina fan, Jerry Randolph Jr., says Missouri's going to have their hands full with the Volunteers. Sounds like Joe feels that way as well. Syracuse plus eight. Didn't see that. They won, and then you were on Manchester United and who? Brighton and Hove Albion. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, hey, whatever wins, wins. I don't give a shit. If I were betting, I would have thrown money on Joe's soccer picks. And that one. So Joe went 4-2. and two, The rest of us went 3-3. Three and three. There it is. We are in the books. We are all brought to you by a variety of sponsors. Uh, and that includes Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Who here thinks they could climb four mountains in four days? Gangster Pete said yesterday on QFTA he thinks he could. G-Unit, do you think you could? G-Unit just got up to leave. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely could. I actually went backpacking this past weekend. Oh, wow. G-Unit's an Eagle Scout. He could do it. Okay. Uh, Producer Joe, I, could you? Uh, the same four mountains he did? Yeah. Uh, the, were they, uh, like, are we talking about leave tomorrow and go and do it? Yeah. Uh, I think I could probably do it, yeah, especially if we're not going to be timing it and I just got to do it in the day. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think it's more challenging than both of the guys in the studio with you were giving. Uh, but I think I could force myself to do it, especially <laughs> if there was money on the line. Wait, did Pete say he could do it? He did. So we're all just like, oh yeah, fuck it. I don't think I. Could. <laughs> no, not all of us are like that. I don't not want to do it, it but way. I could. I was being facetious uh, to a little bit. I mean, I think I could. I'm in Pete's camp. I, I have mad respect for what Ryan Kelly did. I mean, I, no. I think not only is it physically unbelievable, but just the the purpose of it for for the cause. I, I, I have great respect for him. Yeah, it's nuts. Is there is there actual I'm rock not. climbing involved, or is this all on? There were no, there were there were ropes. This wasn't just no, like no. Then no, no. Then both of those guys are full of shit. None of us. <laughs> well, they just found out probably about the ropes. Gee, you yeah, didn't I, know about the ropes until now. I didn't know the ropes. I've I've, I've done ropes before, but no, that four and four days with uh with extensive rope gear. No, I I wouldn't do that. So there. Nope. I couldn't do it. Not I, mean, gonna I just happen. couldn't do it. I, nope. There's not a way in the world I could do it. Uh, he's the HomeLoanExpert.com. He's a great guy. He really does. I mean, he's had incredible success. His business has grown. But he does this stuff because he really is passionate about it. He could certainly write checks, but he writes checks and he does it. So I, he really is just a good guy. And since I refinance with him, it's easy for me to vouch for that process. It was so simple, and it saved me so much money. Ryan Kelly, the HomeLoanExpert.com. Uh, also, I uh, want to welcome aboard uh, a new sponsor here on the program, uh, Munganas. Uh, Munganas Acura and Munganas Toyota. That is uh, who I'm getting my new car through, and uh, I am excited to welcome them aboard here on the Tim McKernan Show, and they will also be uh, on board on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. So welcome aboard. Uh, and they are legitimate fans of the show over there. Now, they might not want people to know that, but I've got to tell people that. They're, <laughs> they're, legitimate, they're legitimate fans of the show, Gangster Pete. Uh, so it's great to have them on board. And producer Joe, I'm going to ask you, this is what Chris Wallace uh, could have done last night, to cut the mic here. I'm going to ask you to just imply cut the mic. They are sponsoring on TMA not only our 7 o'clock hour, and they're not only sponsoring the Tim McKernan Show podcast, but they're sponsoring Iggy's DraftKings Picks of the Week on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Oh, Pete, wow. How, that's how much equity Iggy's Picks on DraftKings have gotten in the community and in the automotive industry. These guys are smart. They're, they recognize a winner. <laughs> they do. I don't know if he's ever oh had a God. profitable weekend. But either way, he gives opinions on golfers based on really, I, I'll be honest with you, zero data. Zero <laughs> data. Uh, they're online at altontoyota.com, uh, and uh, you can give them a call at 618-208-2400. Welcome aboard to Munganast Alton Toyota. Uh, great to have them on board online at altontoyota.com. And it's wonderful to see the sponsors of the podcast and of the Ryan Kelly Morning After continue to grow here on the program. All right, Producer Joe, you uh, you have honors. You had the best week, and that means you get to lead things off before we go to your lock. We get your first five games for this weekend, sir. Uh, all right, so uh, along those lines of what you just mentioned with sponsors and draft kings, and this is all going to be very positive. I understand the business here, so I'm not stepping on toes. Um, you mentioned DraftKings. Have any of you guys used the DraftKings or FanDuel stuff in Illinois yet? Mm-mm. Pete, did you head no. over there? I went over to the uh, Queen to check out their little sports book just to look at it, but I haven't used How the app it? or anything. Uh, it's real small. Uh, you walk in, you go okay. left to the casino, you go right to the book. But then there's a cool-looking sports bar right inside the casino. So if you want to like make your bets and go over there, it looks like it'd be a fun day. You know, do. yeah. I mean, what about I, Sunday? I, I, I'd like to do that I, on Sunday, gangster. What do you think? I'm down. Yeah, I'm out this weekend, but I can see it in the future. And and, and right now is probably weird. Uh, but I, I have used the FanDuel app and the DraftKings app. Uh, when I'm playing golf. So I've just kind of set up an account there. Uh, and so whenever I'm playing golf, I'll throw a couple of wagers in for the you know the rest of the night. It's really simple, and boy, I wish Missouri wasn't so backwards and dragging their feet on this shit. Uh, and so that's, it, it was just neither here nor there, but I heard you mention DraftKings, and I was thinking about it yesterday when I was playing, Tim, uh, if anybody had used that stuff besides me at this point. So uh, just a question. Uh, I'm going to kick off with uh, the Colts, minus two and a half at Chicago this weekend. I think the Colts are legitimately good. Uh, they, they play in a strange division that is filled with, uh, cause I don't, I don't buy into the Titans and I didn't buy into them last year either. And I realized they won in the playoffs, but I think the Colts are probably the best team in that division. And I think the bears are absolutely dreadful yet. 
the Atlanta Falcons did what they did the previous week and shit the bed against the Bears this past weekend. Uh, I'll take the two and a half and lay it with the Colts. No uh, Nick Foles, huh? Take, no Nick Foles. Uh, yeah, not. A, I, I saw Nick Foles when he played for the Rams. Um, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, uh, I will take the, uh, the Volunteers laying 11 and a half against Missouri this weekend. Wow. Uh, and, and I think, Tim, it was kind of like, what you were discussing about, you know, hey, 19 points and, you know, they're covering. I think that's it's part of, like, low expectations. What is it? The curse of low expectations. When you expect an absolute bloodbath, and it should have been a bloodbath the overall way, um, it, it is a whole lot of low expectations in Columbia, and probably rightfully so. Uh, but I will lay the 11.5 points there. Speaking of which, Missouri may have been Alabama's worst opponent they've played in the opening game of a season in probably 10 years in all actuality. Yeah, they schedule heavy, don't they, to start the season? They do early on. Yeah, they schedule heavy. Last year was Duke, um, but, yeah, they tend to schedule very heavy at the beginning of the year. Uh, next up, three soccer plays. Uh, we will start with Arsenal and the Sheffield United over. Uh, that is sitting at two and a half at this point, minus 115, so it's in play for our competition. That is a game that is at 8 o'clock on Sunday morning. Next up after that will be the over of Manchester City and Leeds. That is three and a half. Um, that game is being played on Saturday at 1130. And the over of Brighton and Hove Albion and Everton, over oh. two and a half. That's all, that is also a two, uh, 115, uh, minus 115 game, so it fits in our game, and that's the 9 o'clock game on Saturday as well. So those are my five plays. Colts, Volunteers, Arsenal, Sheffield United over, City and Leeds over, and Brighton and Hove, Albion, Everton over. Gangster Pete, the floor is now yours. Our Gangster Pete 3-3 three and three trailing producer Joe by a game after producer Joe's 4-2 and two start. What's good, fam? Let's get into it. <laughs> Come and get some. All right, my first game, I'm going to start on college football. Yep. We are going to go with the SMU Mustangs, plus two and a half against Memphis. Uh, SMU has their offense rolling. This is uh, Memphis's first game in a month because of COVID. They still got some guys out. I think that it'll be a shootout, but I think SMU went out right, so I'm going to take the two and a half points. SMU Mustangs. Second game, I have Florida, South Carolina. I will take Florida minus 18. Uh, I think they're going to win by at least 21. South Carolina is not going to be able to run the ball against Florida, so they're going to be one-dimensional, and I just think Florida is a better all-around team playing at home. Florida Gators, minus 18. And then my final college football pick will unfortunately be the Tennessee Volunteers, minus 11.5 against the Missouri Tigers. Wow. Wow. I, Gangster Pete. What a, you're a show. God, I might have to go post show. on Tiger Board. <laughs> Tennessee is not going to rest their starters. Uh, drinks first. First uh, road trip, I think that uh, Tennessee covers this number pretty easily. Wow, wow, wow. Now Didn't we'll like move, what he saw it for O'Field. Now we move to the NFL. Uh, I have <laughs> nice. The, it's I like the, the graphic <laughs> over the shoulder just changed. <laughs> Change graphic. This may, two. <laughs> this may be the chalkiest pick of the weekend, but I, I just can't, I can't help it. I can't resist myself. Sometimes chalk wins. I'm going to take the Seahawks minus six and a half at Miami. Uh, I just don't think Miami can keep up with the Seahawks. Uh, so let Russ eat. Dangerous. Next, I have the Chiefs minus six and a half against the Pats. I learned my lesson on the Chiefs last week. The Pats, they take away what you're best at. The Chiefs are good at running the ball. They're good at throwing the ball. They're good at screen passes. They're good at it all. So I've changed. I've learned from the error of my ways. I'm going Chiefs minus six and a half versus the Pats. So my five picks, SMU plus two and a half. Florida minus 18, Tennessee minus 11.5, Seahawks minus 6.5, Chiefs minus 6.5. There it is. Gangster Pete is in. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome G-Unit. I like a couple of those picks. I think the Pete might have a niche in the SEC. Uh, you think he's an actual SEC spec? He's the, the fine bomb of the podcast? It's starting to look that way. And his allegiance to Mizzou. He lost on Kentucky last week. Boom, producer Joe. And he game. lost on Bama, so he's 1-2 in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my algorithms aren't logged in yet. We're yeah. going to get those dialed in. You'll, you'll see, bud. <laughs> my algorithms aren't logged in. Uh, let me see here. Oh, by the way, breaking news, the uh, Titans and Steelers game is off the board 
Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, it's postponed on Sunday for sure. Yeah. Oh, they're not the playing NFL on Sunday now? They just announced it. Wow. Sally. So hopefully this is a one-game thing. And then uh, what was the other team that would have been uh, impacted by this? The Vikings. They the, played the Titans on Sunday. Yeah. So I ho- hopefully that game keeps going. But I I, I uh, stayed away from those games anyways, kind of thinking this might happen. But I'm going to go to the NBA. I think Minnesota's off this weekend anyway. Oh, they're already on bye weeks? I don't see them listed on the board, but maybe that's because they're off the board. The I'm Dolphins, just looking at it. Maybe the they disbanded the whole franchise because they're so shitty. What's that, Joe? The Dolphins were on a bye last week. Bye weeks start in week three. Dolphins were uh, playing the Jaguars on Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that nonsense game. Please tell me you're taking the Denver Broncos this week or the Jets. (laughs) There we go. So I'm on uh, the Miami Heat tonight. Uh, Oh, wow, Pete, you better get this podcast up. So they're plus four and a half. I like this pick. And I I think they're going to come out and uh, hit the Lake Show in the mouth in in the first game of the series. And quite frankly, I expect the Heat to win. I I took them as soon as they were set for the NBA Finals at plus 300. I expected it to be plus 250. And, of course, the line's now moved down to plus 260. So I locked it in at plus 300 for for the series. But my pick for the pods purposes is plus four and a half tonight, Wednesday night, game one. And I want to compare this to the 2004 Pistons versus Lakers series because I really do think the Heat, the Heat may dominate the series. If you look back then, when the Pistons played the Lakers, the Lakers had that was the Gary Payton, Carl Malone Lakers. So you still had Shaq and Kobe, obviously, but but they were supposed to be unbeatable. And no one had ever heard any of these of these Pistons. What Tayshawn Prince? I mean, Tayshawn Prince. And, yeah, and they Long. came in and they dominated them. That the Lakers didn't never scored a hundred points the whole series. They won the series four to one. The Pistons did, and the Lakers scored in the sixties one game in the seventies. I mean, defense wins and and team wins, team play wins. So I, I really like the Heat being an underdog that big. Oh man, you you should load up now. But you might even have a, a bigger chance after game two, but I think the Heat win tonight, so you should do it now. All right, there it is. G-Unit on the NBA. All right, Saints minus four uh, at Detroit. This is the ultimate zigzag game. I wish it was three, uh, but, you know, the Saints looked bad last week. Detroit coming off that hot win against the Cardinals. So, you know, we're, we're thinking the line should probably be... Michael Thomas's health is the key on this, and I, he is moving better this week. Uh, it would be great to see him. That would be a no-doubter then, but uh, but I still think this line should be six and a half, and it's not, so I'll take the Saints. We'll take uh, the Raiders plus three versus Buffalo. Uh, you You're know, not sold on the Bills. I'm sold on them. It's just, you know, it's tough to go uh, across the country, and... Um, and it's it's tough to uh, to string four, and it's tough to, to. Raiders have never lost in that building. Oh, that's a great point. Death yep. Star. Yeah. And, <laughs> Thank and, you, Joe. You know, and I know a lot of people think think think. Uh, it's like I've been lap track. <laughs> people people think d- differently on Chucky as a coach. That some people think he's a brilliant guy. Some people think that it's, he's way past his prime. I really like him, and I think he's one of the, the top five coaches in the league. So. I like them in this game. I like the the Pats and Chiefs over at fifty three. Uh, I think that's going to be a no-doubter. And then um, I like the Raiders and, and Buffalo over at 52. Those two teams, by the way, they're averaging. Uh, if you take the combined points and points scored, their average is 58 between them. I'd be curious on this. I don't know if you guys have. I, I'm sure nobody does, but maybe there's a chance Joe or G-Unit have it just because I think that would be up your guy's alley. It seems to me that overs are hitting like fucking crazy relative yeah. to the first three weeks of the season. They, they are. are. They, they are. are. That is true. And yeah, they're higher. They're inching right. higher. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. su- the sweetheart teaser, at this point, I'm considering leaving radio and podcasting <laughs> just to build my career around sweetheart teasers. And that's 10 points? It's two of them on Sunday. 10 or 12. Yeah, depends if you want to go four game, ten, uh, 12. Ten, uh, three game, 10. Yeah, three game, 10 I- seems to be the move, right? Well, yeah, I would have lost Missouri with a three-game 10 because it was a You 29. did a four-game 12? Four-game 12. Yeah. And you won. Yeah. Because the NFL, yep. I mean, you, you're moving. It's a 24-point delta, you know? And it, and so often, all four bets hit both the sides and the over and the under. So yeah. my, my point being for the premise of the uh, the question is, um, you know, if, if overs are hitting and you can lower, like you were talking about the Patriots and Chiefs down to 41 and the Bills and the Raiders down to, to 40, it's just yeah. hard to see. Is there any way that the Chiefs can in, in, at least in September or now in October? You know, we're not going to have wintry conditions. I don't know, and obviously they're indoors in Las Vegas. So anyway, uh, G unit, did you do five or uh, Mike, uh, Bears on? plus two and a half? Uh, the opposite of Joe on that one. 
Uh, all right, G-Unit. Oh, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got you on the Heat, Saints, Raiders, minus or plus three. What were your other picks? He was on the Chiefs That's over Chiefs. and the Raiders over. Chiefs over 53, Raiders over 52, Bears plus two and a half. Well, that's six games. Oh, well, fuck me. What's going on here, G-Unit? You just gave away your lock? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow. And now the lines are going to move. Uh-oh. Yeah, Nick Foles was my lock. <laughs> Man, I'm really... Oh. That, your lock is the Bears plus two and a half. Yeah. Only really? because it's the last one I, I read. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, that was my read. My read was that was an inadvertent lock. It was. It was. All right. Uh, oh. Here are my plays. I am on the Lions Saints under of 54 and a half. Lions Saints under of 54 and a half as I just rave about overs. But I have a feeling uh, that they are going to try and grind in Detroit. Matt Patricia's uh, fighting for his life. Uh, isn't he still there, by the way? Yeah. He's still I, there. He, yeah. He's, and then Adam yeah. Gase, if he loses tomorrow night, is going to get whacked in New York. You'd have coaches getting whacked left and right. I think Patricia bought himself a huh. week with that Cardinal win. Who do you think goes first, Gase or Patricia? Oh, oh you guys Gase, are sleeping for on sure. Gase. Gase. Yeah, that's your boy down in Atlanta. Is that, is that you think? He's going to get smacked on Monday night. So Gase might get it first because he's playing on Thursday. Because he's playing first. Yeah, he's well, he's in yep. Green Bay. Uh, Quinn's in Green Bay on Monday night. Yeah, that could wrap it up. Yep. 57 and a half on the total on that, by the way. Holy yeah, crap. How often do you see totals around 60 in the NFL? We had Rams-Chiefs. I remember that that game that was... So anyway, Lions-Saints under 54 and a half. Uh, I am with G-Unit on the Patriots-Chiefs over 53. Huge fan of that. Huge fan of that. Um, in addition to that, I'm, I'm heavy on the NFL this year. This is kind of out of character, but I'm just seeing what I'm seeing. I'm going with the zig to the zag on the Seahawks-Dolphins. I am going with the Dolphins plus six and a half because, Pete, I feel like it's so chalky. So I'm making that that play for the first time here this year. Uh, I will take the Eagles plus seven against the 49ers. I really like that. kind of scares me that I really like it as much as that I do. That was on my board. Yeah? I, I, that was going to be your lock, and then you just looked down and you saw Bears and you yelled it out. Exactly. 73% of the public's on San Francisco, too. I like that. I, yeah, I just, I'm like, I don't get the, the seven points considering their health situation. Tennessee against Missouri strikes me as, I don't want to say it's obvious, because I felt that way with the Alabama thing, although I didn't bet it, I teased it. Um, I just think, I, I, the core issue for me is how is Missouri going to move the football against a team that actually is quality with their starters in with the quarterback situation they have? I'll be pulling for them, but I'll take Tennessee uh, as uh, my fifth game. So there it is. Uh, Saints, Lions, under. Not a lot of unders played here on the Pick 6 podcast. Chiefs, Patriots, over. Uh, Eagles, plus seven. Dolphins plus six and a half, and then the Volunteers of Tennessee minus 11 and a half. Producer Joe, before you go, I need to tell our audience about James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. He is my insurance agent. I would tell all of you gentlemen to make the switch, and you'd be thrilled if you did. The customer service is as good as you're going to find. He's going to save you money, and he is going to see opportunities for you to save money and then tell you about them. They pride themselves on that. James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. He is a really good guy, and his business continues to grow because people are hip to uh, how quality of an operation he runs. He keeps hiring people just to make sure that the customer service is absolutely impeccable. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. You hear him on the Ryan Kelly morning after every Thursday giving you financial advice. Here is my financial advice to you. Do business with Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Taxes are already one of the biggest expenses that most people ever pay. Do you ever think about what might happen if taxes go up? It's a great time to look ahead into the future and come up with a strategy. Mark Hanna with Evergreen Wealth Strategies helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. Call him at 314-889-0503. Go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. All right, Producer Joe, it is time for Locks of the Week. Me, you, and Gangster Pete have to do it because G-Unit came early. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I felt like that was a facetious laugh track from from Gangster Pete. Did you feel like that was a facetious laugh, G-Unit, or do you feel like it was a sincere laugh? I thought it was sincere. I, I thought that I was think sincere. you're covering for your boy. No, I'm coming <laughs> at my boy. <laughs> 
Uh, what do you got, Joe? <laughs> Who's Manchester United playing? Uh, I cannot, actually. I wanted to, but I cannot. Manchester United is playing Spurs this weekend. Mm, and you think that it's going to be low scoring? It, no, that, that total is at two and a half, but it violates our rules. It is at minus oh. 125 right now, so I cannot, uh, I cannot, uh, I cannot make that selection. So I am going to go to the next best thing, a team that had 47 hung on them last week, 38 in week one. The first week opponent was Coastal Carolina. Last week it was Baylor. This week they play Oklahoma State. I will lay 21 points and take Oklahoma State over Kansas. Boom. Oklahoma State. And, and Gangster Pete, you like it? Well, it's against Kansas, so, it's so you're just on board with that. Yeah. What was the Kansas deal last week? Oh, Baylor. And I assume they didn't cover. Baylor. That was, that was yeah, part of my teaser, not. but I didn't even Baylor did not cover? They, Baylor Bay- certainly no, covered Kansas the teaser. Did Bay- Kansas did not cover? Baylor covered. They covered, yeah. They they a little taste on Baylor. They did. It was, a little, it was a little tight early. Yeah, it was. And then mm-hmm. they, they rolled off the field. second half. Uh, all right, Gangster Pete. All right, uh, my pick of the week. Uh, I'm hitting I'm hitting my locks at a 0% clip, so right. get good ready to week. load up on this one. This one's already been mentioned by G-Unit, but I have the Bills and the Raiders over 52. Like Tim said, the Raiders are undefeated at the Death Star. Thank you. Both teams average near 30 points. The Raiders have had 56 points or more in every game they've played this year. Five of the six games the two teams have played have been over 52 points. Uh, I think that both teams are going to move the ball, so... My lock of the week is Bills Raiders over 52. Everybody tunes in for my lock of the week, so I have to hold off before giving it and talk about Seth Goldcamp. Uh, I think everybody here is a Seth Goldcamp fan. I really think that might actually mm-hmm. be the case. I just called Design Air this morning. Aren't they so good? To set up my furnace check. Yeah. They're the best. They're, they are the best. They really are the best. Uh, so much, so many people in our audience uh, have made those calls to uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling. They're online at designairservice.com. And I, I was, uh, you know, I... Got this thing on the fan page here. Uh, for frontline workers, receive a free furnace tune-up for a limited time. It's a $100 tune-up value or $400 off a new HVA system install. Visit designairservice.com. So Seth Goldcamp and his family taking care of St. Louisans, but also taking care of frontline workers as well. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After, and then also uh, the official HVAC provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and Jim Rogers of Restoration One, all these people I, I know well and have done business with um, in one shape or another. And Jim Rogers, when our basement flooded, came over and he saved the day. So, listen, I realize right now you're probably not dealing with that. We haven't had much rain. But when that time comes, you don't have a whole lot of time to think about it. So just have somebody saved if and when you have damage to your home because you're going to want it taken care of immediately. And that's where Jim Rogers of Restoration One of Central St. Louis comes into play. That's Restoration One. Of Central St. Louis online at Restoration, the number one of Central St. Louis.com, Restoration One of Central St. Louis.com, and the number is 314-888-5266, Restoration One of Central St. Louis.com. I really like this pick. I kind of feel like it might be dangerous because it comes in the it's so obvious category. And maybe there's a letdown. Do you guys know where I'm going? It's a college game. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say Tampa Bay Bucks minus seven. Nope, 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 college. Nope. Wait, who just beat LSU? There you go. You're uh, on it. Mississippi case, State. Mississippi yeah. State. Yep. I've got Mississippi State minus 18 at home against Arkansas. Mm. Oh, I like that. I know, but is it too kind of alabama Missouriish? I know? think it would be higher, except Georgia had such a bad first half against Arkansas, so I think you're actually getting some value there. I mean, mm. he's the, the Pirates is going to throw it all over the damn place, and I just don't know how Arkansas is going <laughs> to score, score, score it. I mean, how's Arkansas no, going to score it, 20 points, and how's Mississippi State not going to score 40? You know what I mean? So that's how I get did, there. It's kind did of anybody a, watch That's Jordan scary because that's kind of the way we got there. Yeah, now. we do. <laughs> how's Missouri going to score more than 10? Yeah. How's Alabama going to score less than 40? Perfect. They did. Both yeah. of them. Fuck us. <laughs> Done. I like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did anybody watch Arkansas and Georgia last week besides me? No. I did not. Okay. Nah. So, and, and that's the thing is like Mississippi State's going to go into this game with a quarterback identified that has already shown that he can throw the ball. Like Georgia last week was just such a disaster, and that's why I won't even come close to even speculating on this weekend against Auburn. But Mississippi State will be able to move the ball. And once, once they had a quarterback that could throw, and, you know, the, the second half ended up, you know, running away from Arkansas, I think. Uh, I love the pick, Tim. Like, huh? Just based on what I just based on what happened between both of the two teams last week, there's a whole lot to like. I there. guess the only thing I get to, to like try to poke a hole in it is is LSU just really not that good this year. 
which I know I sounds think that's so, also true. So that's Both the thing because be you're because you're like okay, ten months ago we saw LSU be one of the best college teams we've at least in my lifetime I'd seen. I think if they were Alabama, they would be crowned as one of the greatest. I think they kind of fly under the radar because it was LSU relative to other college programs, even though they've obviously been quite successful, just not with that attachment that Clemson or Alabama has recently. And they've just lost a lot of guys. Some guys are sitting out. Some guys are healthy or, excuse me, are not healthy. And maybe they're just not very good. But I just, if Arkansas is just, I think, really bad. <laughs> and so it kind of doesn't matter. And it's Mississippi State laying 18. So we'll see. I could be totally fucking wrong. Who knows? Either way, uh, pick six is in the books. I like the picks this week, which means we'll probably have about a 30% winning percentage. But I like the picks this week. Uh, Producer Joe, anything you want to say about any of the producers on the morning after in the show's 16-year history? Would you like to take a shot at the Sea Monster or something? No, no, well, he was a great guy, and I like Pete. I just, I just, uh, I like you too, Joe. I, 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 I am biting my tongue so I don't say something that is inappropriate. Well, I mean, you already laid into the guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you're gonna hold. There's a big secret. There's a secret reveal that we'll have in episode yeah, like, five. No, no, like what I just wanted to say, I stopped myself. Good, that's good. Either way, Pete had edited out anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's the, that's the good thing about the pie. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let's just make it easy so we can upload the fucking thing because G-Unit's on the NBA tonight. And I just want to make it easy. I just want to yeah, make it easy. people have got to hear <laughs> yeah. that pick. I might go put something I, on it. I mean, it's it's a golden pick. I like the Heat, man. They're a good, like, actual team, like. They're, they're strong. And I, this hero kid. Have yeah, you seen that? I have. Oh, he's, I mean, he was on fire. The ball's game on four him. Or five? Oh, yeah, and he just, he's just so smooth. I mean, such a quick release. 20 I mean, years old, right? He's yeah. He's 20. I, you know, and he went to Kentucky. I had no idea. I guess I, I just missed him completely last year. Yeah, he uh, he is he's ridiculous. I, I didn't expect this. I guess most people didn't expect it. They thought it would be like the Lake Show or the Clippers against, what, the Bucks or Celtics? and. And here you go with the heat kind of out of nowhere. And yeah. I, they, a lot of people agree with you, G-Unit. They see some value on this. All right. Uh, thank you, Producer Joe. Uh, wonderful thoughts. Uh, as always, mm. Gangster Pete, uh, G-Unit. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. Seth Goldcamp, design air, heating and cooling. Jim Rogers, Restoration One of Central St. Louis. Welcome aboard to Munganast Toyota, Munganast Acura, uh, online at altontoyota.com. And, of course, Mark Hanna with Evergreen Wealth Strategies and James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves for G-Unit, for Gangster Pete, for Producer Joe on the phone lines. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of The Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you... Ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.